All right, welcome to another episode of the Next Horizon podcast where we talk about AI and all things from the past week. So this week we are talking about AI movies, outsourcing, training, app stores, and AI assistants. Lot to cover. So let's get into the news, the product applications, and some of the broader philosophical implications. So first up, news and updates. Pixar used AI to stoke Elemental's flame. According to Pixar, making fire look realistic but not creepy is really difficult. So for the VFX, they are now using Neural Style Transfer, or NST, to animate animate in a way that they haven't done before. So quoting from an article here for Sone, it was an opportunity to make the movie look the way he wanted, while also making something that looked like nothing audiences had ever seen before. It symbolized, he says, one of the things he loves about Pixar, the meaning of art and the meeting of art and technology, where the latter is a big part of the process, but only one element. I'm, I have not seen this movie yet, but the fact that we can use AI to push the boundaries of creativity is pretty exciting. Augmenting things that we've never done before, as well as augmenting things that we have done before. So an interesting look at that. Next up, the people paid to train AI are outsourcing their work to AI. It was inevitable, but it goes to the problem that we discussed last week on this podcast and in the newsletter about model collapse. Why would a person continue to do a repetitive, low-value task when they can get AI to do it? That's, I think, the thing that we are all thinking about. But of course, that introduces all sorts of problems to the AI models. So quoting from this article from Technology Review, a significant proportion of people paid to train AI models may be themselves outsourcing that work to AI, a new study has found. It takes an incredible amount of data to train AI systems to perform specific tasks accurately and reliably. Many companies pay gig workers on platforms like Mechanical Turk to complete tasks that are typically hard to automate, such as solving CAPTCHAs, labeling data, annotating text, This data is then fed into AI models to train them. The workers are poorly paid and often expected to complete a lot of tasks quickly. No wonder some of them may be turning to tools like ChatGPT to maximize their earning potential. So you have this model collapse problem, but then also this structural problem of the people paid to train AI models. If we're not accidentally doing it for free by solving these CAPTCHAs, that they are incentivized to outsource this as much as possible. It makes perfect sense. So something that we really need to think about is how do we properly train these AI models, but how do we also make sure that the people doing it are fairly and properly compensated? So next up, OpenAI considers creating an app store for AI software. This comes from the information. Are we ready for the next wave of chatbot and tools? I I think that this was another one of those inevitable things. AI, OpenAI uh, may be launching a marketplace where you can create, sell, and buy customized AI models. It seems like a natural progression to me. And something that has some really, really fascinating implications that much like the plugins for ChatGPT, this is going to open up a new world of possibilities. So quoting from this, The company is considering launching a marketplace in which customers could sell AI models they customize for their own needs to other businesses, according to two people with knowledge of discussions at the company. 
So allowing those people, those of us who are training AI models and developing our own to then monetize and profit from them as we sell them to other businesses. Super fascinating to see this uh, and what will come from that. Um, Biden to meet with AI experts in San Francisco. This, again, unsurprising, hot on the heels of the EU moving to regulate AI, which, again, we talked about last week. The U.S. is, I guess, starting to think about it. So quoting from this article from CNBC, President Joe Biden will meet with artificial intelligence experts in San Francisco on Tuesday as the U.S. government continues to grapple with how to best regulate the technology, according to a White House official. The visit comes as many in Washington are seeking to learn more about AI's risks, benefits for society, so they don't repeat the mistakes around lack of early regulation on social media and other internet technologies. <laughs> Thinking about crypto here as well and how the lack of regulation in that market ultimately caused, I'd say, a huge, huge collapse. So definitely something that we need to see and go about very, very smartly. Uh, next up, Google tells employees to stay away from its own barred chatbot. I really don't know how to feel about tech giants telling their own employees to stay away from AI chatbot tools, especially ones that they're developing. It's almost like they're saying to all of us that they know they're using unethical practices to train their models and they're okay with it as long as the data comes from everyone else, but they don't want their data to be part of the models. Quoting from this article, Alphabet is reportedly concerned with employees inputting sensitive information into these chatbots since human reviewers may sit on the other end reviewing chat entries. These chatbots may also use previous entries to train themselves, posing another risk of a leak. It's definitely a real possibility, but again, mixed feelings on that. So those are some of the big stories and headlines from this week. Let's take a look at some useful tools and resources. This week, I've been exploring help with AI meeting notes. Again, this is a super broad topic, and I say this every time, and I'll be creating a library of these tools soon, so you'll definitely want to check back or go over to the uh, site for the newsletter, which is news.nexthorizon.co. Sign up for the newsletter if you haven't done that already, and definitely check back on more of these tools. So first up, the one that I've been experimenting most with is assembly.ai. I began using it for meeting notes this week. It integrates with my Google cal Calendar, but I can also invite it to meetings from other sources, which is really useful if you're managing multiple calendars like I am. And I can use it for in-person meetings too, through the computer or the app on my phone. I don't, in I don't attend a ton of in-person meetings right now, but the ability to do that uh, and get notes from in-person meetings is just, uh, I think that's absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm super excited to try that out as well. And I spoke with the founder of Assembly AI on my Product by Design podcast uh, recently, and we had a great conversation. So you should definitely check that one out as well over at productbydesign.co or wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can check that out. And no, I'm not getting any kickbacks for using it or saying it. I'm actually paying for my account as I experiment with it. So there, this isn't the only one, though. Assembly AI is a really good one, and I'm, I'll be reporting back as I 
use it more. There's also a couple other ones that I was looking closely at and have just started to test out as well. So otter.ai has been around for a long time and has some really great looking features as well. It is more expensive than assembly AI, AI, but looks like it also offers a few more things right now. So that is a really interesting one. Another one, super normal AI, which is similar to assembly and otter offers to attend meetings, make notes, create follow-ups, etc. And I've just started experimenting with it as well, since it has a free pricing tier. A lot of these do. And so you're able to experiment, get in there, try things out. And I think these tools are really, really great. And I, I have really enjoyed using them because for me, have a lot of meetings and I take notes for them. But it is a, oftentimes a lot of chicken scratch <laughs> that I understand it. But after the meeting, being able to have a chatbot, an AI tool, go back, summarize what was talked about, pull out any to-dos that you may need to do, and just give you the quick rundown of what was talked about is has, has been super helpful. So there's also two more, meetgeek.ai, uh, another one that I'll be testing soon, but it has a lot of similar functionality, and crisp.ai, uh, which also offers some of the same functionality as well. So I will definitely be reporting back as I experiment with these around which one I like the most, uh, what some of the simil similarities and differences are, but wanted to put those out there, especially as I have begun using them. So that is our product exploration for this week. Uh, let's deep dive into AI art and jobs. So Disney received a lot of negative press uh, this week as we learned that AI was responsible for the opening credits of its new show on Disney Plus, Secret Invasion. Some outlets reported that some VFX artists lost their jobs on this because of the use of AI. And that was walked back and refuted by a statement from the studio that worked on the opening. So quoting from them, the production process was highly collaborative and iterative with a dedicated focus on this specific application of an AI tool set, said Method Studios. It involved a tremendous effort by talented art directors, animators proficient in both 2D and 3D artists and developers who employed conventional techniques to craft all the other aspects of the project. However, it is crucial to emphasize that while the AI component provided optimal results, AI was just one tool among the array of tool sets our artists use. Many artists and creators are rightly concerned about the use of AI in creative endeavors. The Writers Guild is currently on strike in order to codify that AI can't replace writers but can only be used for idea generation. It certainly doesn't seem like there is an imminent threat of AI replacing a lot of artists or writers, especially given some of what we've seen so far. But AI is rapidly improving and it's difficult to see what jobs it won't eventually touch or impact in some way. And it's going to be a really difficult balance. In my work, I've used AI to reduce, reduce the time it takes to do certain tasks by 10x in some cases. I've created documents over the past few weeks. I've been able to draft up long documents in a matter of minutes uh, using ChatGPT and some other tools, then spend an hour or two customizing and editing based on my experience and my expertise. In the past, when I have done these, they've taken 10 to 15 hours in some cases, and now I can do them in two, maybe three. So 
AI has become a force multiplier in my work. I'm not a VFX artist, but I can understand that going through frame by frame to add VFX is a long and difficult process. So the ability to multiply what an artist can do through the use of AI seems like an incredible opportunity. But that ulti ultimately depends on how we use it. Does it mean we only need a couple of VFX artists? Or does it mean that we can use all of the artists and start to create much more creative content? I hope it's the latter. And that is what I see for the future of engineering and coding, the, the area that I work most frequently in. We can do so much more. So rather than cut jobs or cut people, we can finally create 10 times the things that were possible before and even expand how many people we have, how many jobs we have, how many people are working on projects because they're able to do so much more. So I, I see that as really the optimistic opportunity. But understandably, there is a lot of angst about this. AI isn't going away. So we'll need to continue to grapple with these difficult questions. I expect there will be more missteps like Disney had in making it look like AI generated the opening credits and so people were not needed. But we need to have these conversations and face this new reality uh, head on. I'm optimistic, again, that we'll be able to embrace change and really multiply human creativity more than ever before. But ultimately, it's going to probably be a bumpy ride. So that is our podcast and newsletter from this week, AI movies, outsourcing training, app stores, AI assistance, and more. If you liked this, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely head on over to news.nexthorizon.co. Sign up for the newsletter so that you can get all of the updates. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans and on TikTok at Kyle Larry Evans. And we also have a TikTok for this podcast and newsletter. It is AI.nexthorizon. So until next time, 